Hello, and you're listening to the Stay Whole podcast. I'm Sanjay, your host. My aim is to help you demystify the world of health and wellness using evidence-based lifestyle interventions that will enable you to live happier, healthier, and more productive lives. This revolves around three key principles, eat, live, and move. Every two minutes, someone is diagnosed with type two diabetes. 4.7 million people in the UK have diabetes and there are further 12.3 million people at increased risk. By 2030, more than five and a half million people will have diabetes. Over 10,000 people in the UK have had kidney failure because of their diabetes. Every week, diabetes leads to 169 lower leg amputations, 680 strokes, 530 heart attacks, nearly 2,000 cases of heart failure, and unfortunately 500 premature deaths. There is good news. Type 2 diabetes is preventable. Even better news is that it is preventable without taking any medication. Following a balanced, healthy diet, engaging in physical activity, managing stress and improving your sleep can be the road away from type 2 diabetes. Good things come in threes. Help is at hand and you no longer have to navigate the world of living a healthy lifestyle all on your own. The NHS Diabetes Prevention Programme NDPP is a free service to anyone living in the UK who is at risk of developing type 2 diabetes. This is a lifestyle change program that will raise your awareness of what impacts your health and provide you with the tools you need to successfully reduce your risk and live a happier and healthier life. You no longer need a GP referral or a blood test to qualify for the program. You can simply go online and fill in the Know Your Risk tool, which will ask you a few basic questions about you and your health. If your risk is high enough, you'll be able to self-refer to the program without having to go through your doctor. In this episode, I speak with Lauren Munnerly, who is a regional manager for the NDPP with Xyla Health and Wellbeing. We talk about why it is important for all of us to know our risk, what the program is about, and how you can refer yourself. To find out more, please check the links in the episode description or the show notes page on my website. In the episode, you will hear me introduce Lauren working for ICS Health and Wellbeing, which is now rebranded to Xyla Health and Wellbeing. Lauren, thank you very much for joining me on the Stay Whole podcast. This is a conversation I've been, uh, I've been really keen to to start and, and have with someone from uh, from the organisation. So I really appreciate you uh, finding the time to come and talk to me today. Um, I think, as always, it would be a great place to start with uh, with telling people a little bit about yourself and who you are and a bit about your background. Of course. And firstly, thank you so much for having me, Sunjay. I'm really looking forward to this as well. So um, my name is Lauren. So I am one of the regional managers from ICS Health and Wellbeing. So ICS Health and Wellbeing are the largest provider of the NHS Healthier You Diabetes Prevention Programme in the UK. So I manage um, four of their contracts across the UK. So looking at what got me here really is... um, my undergrad is in psychology and when I graduated of course every everyone who graduates first goes traveling right so <laughs> um, I moved back home I had to um just do a year working just to save up some money before I went uh, traveling with my friends so moved back home back with my mom who I've always had a really close relationship with and she's actually a weight management consultant for one of the leading uh, weight management providers so it was really interesting growing up with her um, in terms that, you know, I could see every day the kind of impact that she was having on people's lives. Back in Coventry, I'm telling you, she's like a, a little superstar. Honestly, you can't go to Sainsbury's without stopping and chatting to about 10 different people. But 
it was just really nice to see that you know on Facebook and things like that people just say you know and you've changed my life you've done this I can do this with my health now whatever it might be and I just thought you know what that's the kind of area that I, I really want to kind of get involved with so when I came back from traveling I'd had it um, arranged to work on a children's weight management camp over the summer holidays so I was a residential volunteer so that was my kind of first insight into how you know improving our health improving you know being more physically active changing our eating habits can really have an impact and when you look at you know kids for example I'm not gonna lie I'm the least maternal person ever I had some reservations <laughs> about uh, working on a, on a weight loss camp for children but by the end of that summer it was just they were different children do you know what I mean they were completely different they were confident um they'd lost weight they were feeling good in themselves so it really kind of what's the word kind of snowballed from there really so that company then offered me a job within their head office so I kind of worked in a, in a number of different roles within the company managing um their children's weight management program so anyone who kind of knows weight management knows that they're in like tiers like a tiered system even though we don't want to talk about tiered systems at this moment in time um but it's kind of <laughs> children's tier three weight management program just means that you know they need a little bit more specialist input whether that's from a dietitian or a psychologist so i helped kind of manage those um those contracts that we had up in the north um and then and then i went traveling again sunjay <laughs> oh and so i went around south america and um when I came back, I thought, right, okay, I still still know that I want to be in health, really enjoy weight management, um, but I thought, you know, what, I'm going to start working with adults. So I worked as a health trainer for a couple of years, kind of trained and got my, my level three health trainer qualification. Um, and then I thought, I'll go and do what my mum does. So I was a weight management consultant for a little while, and it was only through advertising my kind of weight management group, shall I say, that I was approached by ICS to... Um, to kind of look at the roles that was available in one of the diabetes prevention contracts up in, in Coventry and Warwickshire. So that's how I started with ICS in a very roundabout way. Um, and then I've kind of had a few different roles within the company as well. And, and here I am now as a, as a regional manager. This is why I do this podcast. <laughs> I have known you for a number of months now and I didn't know any of that. So that's amazing. That's such a cool, um, for me, to me it is anyway. So I think that's oh, a really cool, you. interesting background. You've obviously enjoyed yourself as well. You've gone traveling. You've did, you know, really lived your, you know, you've you kind of tried to live your passion. And I, I kind of, I talk about this on the podcast and we talk about it in the program, right? We do the stress management Absolutely. side of things. It's yeah. about just trying to find your your purpose and trying to understand something that really drives you. And clearly you've, you've done that with your traveling and then you've always come back and you've fallen into that health and, and helping people and, and weight management so that's really great and um yeah uh, so it's interesting it's very interesting i didn't know that's how you came across or ics came across you at the time which is yeah. really really fascinating so yeah excellent thank you for that so what i wanted to talk about <clears throat> of course we i know you from um working on the diabetes prevention program as one of the health coaches and and right now you want my, our regional manager of the area i'm covering or i'm helping uh, it's all yes it's not there's no that's this is not the time place to explain what's going on but um, yeah there's a lot so anyway i wanted to come I, I wanted to get onto this podcast and start raising a bit more awareness about why it's important to first of all ex raise awareness for type 2 diabetes and um yes, yeah. what you know obviously we've got this NHS prevention program we'll talk a bit more about that but what is you know f from your perspective and you've obviously got a lot of experience in weight management going back you know pre-ics but why is it 
so important that we need to raise everybody's awareness of type 2 diabetes? Oh, where do I start? So <laughs> I think, um, as you kind of you know, know that coming from a weight management background, it's um, this area of work, uh, it just takes a completely different angle that you're, you're helping reduce someone's risk of going on to develop a serious lifestyle condition. So I know myself, even when I first started out in the field, I wasn't too aware of what type 2 diabetes was or why it was, you know, something that we needed to be mindful of. And it's only through kind of my training with ICS that I've really come to understand how how important it is to help reduce our risk of developing type 2 diabetes. And, you know, some statistics just to kind of throw out there, I suppose, from when you look at the NHS websites or Diabetes UK, um, you know, we're looking at type 2 diabetes every two minutes someone is diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and the kind of treatment and everything that goes into supporting that patient is accounts for you know 10 percent of the nhs's total financial budget of the year so 10 billion pounds is spent on on type 2 diabetes care and, and treatment every year and not just from that kind of point of view particularly at this moment in time when we're looking at the pressures that primary care and um, you know, hospitals are facing with COVID-19. It's looking at also for that individual. So, you know, you know, there's 169 amputations, for example, that you know performed every week due to type 2 diabetes. There are people who have their eyesight that is affected. There's you know increased risk of heart attack and strokes, which are things that you know when you first hear about type 2 diabetes, and not a lot of people really understand. So. The fact that this program is in place, which is one of the kind of first things of, of its time, really, you know, finally some money in prevention of a, of a, a disease. Um, and that that's exactly its aim is to help reduce the, the number of people who are going on to suffer these kind of consequences of having type 2 diabetes and not making it a reality in the first place. Yeah, and it's often, you mentioned a few of the sort of long-term complications there of caught heart disease and kidney disease and, and, and mm. there are many others, but often people, that's when it's when they get to that stage, it's, that's when they can be like, oh, there's something wrong. And then yeah. the, you can actually track it back and the, the, the glucose levels are probably also high. Not in all cases, but you can, I've often heard that story of, of patients on our SUs on our program who tell mm. me, oh, you know, I went in for something else and I thought I had this and actually it tracked back that it was down to glucose. So yeah, it's, it's clearly a, uh, something that can you know anybody and this is the other factor right anybody can develop type 2 diabetes from you know leading um you know we'll talk about some of the the, the, the factors involved but so it's it's important for all of us to be become aware of it and as you quite rightly said it's something that's preventable mm. and the cost uh, the cost on the nhs alone is the stat that always gets me that 10 10 percent and that 10 billion pounds i just think gosh that's yeah. just one condition that's just one one disease and and there are so many out there so exactly. uh, it's it's clearly something that if it can be prevented and I, I like you i'm very very happy and grateful that uh it, you know that there has been a big push behind it and that's what yeah. the ndd ndpp is here to do so uh yeah everybody should should understand you know why they should get checked out and uh, again it's a very simple process of 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 a blood test that can all often tell us uh, whether you are um, pre-diabetic or at high risk of getting type 2 diabetes um so this is where the the prevention program comes in so i think this is probably a good place to sort of talk about what the ndpp is and and how it can help people yes absolutely so the NHS Healthy U Diabetes Prevention Programme is part is a um, part of the NHS long term plan, which focuses on a whole host of different topics. But it's looking at 
you know, reducing health inequalities, focusing on prevention of disease. Um, and this is where the NDPP kind of came into its own then. So it's a, it's a joint initiative between NHS England, Public Health England and Diabetes UK. Uh, and it's a it's an intervention that is there to help reduce people's risk. So all in all, the programme does take between you know nine and ten months to complete. And often at that point, I'm always saying, don't run for the door. Um, as you know, Sanjay, it's not as intensive as it, that might seem, you know, to hear that you, you have been referred to a, a nine month long intervention can be daunting. But when it's kind of broken down into the different sections, it's not as intensive as it first might seem. So what a patient can expect if they're referred to the programme um, is they'll have their initial one-to-one assessment so that normally takes around 45 minutes where it just gives us an understanding of you know where that patient currently is within their health um you know what are their motivations for starting the program is there any goal have they got any goals in mind that they want to set in regards to their lifestyle um, and then from that point then they'll be booked onto our group sessions so obviously with everything at this moment in time all of our group sessions are being delivered remotely so we have two options. So we have the first, which is Microsoft Teams, which is a, a platform similar to, to Zoom, where you know the health and wellbeing coaches can share their slides. It's a lot more interactive. You can see each other, all that kind of thing. But then we also recognise that not all patients have access to you know a laptop or a smartphone or a tablet. So we do also have a, um, a platform called Fuse, which is a, a telephone conference facility. So that means that patients or you know people only need a you know a house phone or whatever it might be in order to dial into their session they'll be connected to their group and to their health and well-being coach and the kind of content is delivered that way so the kind of content of the sessions primarily fall in three different sections so the first one we've got is what we call eating well so as you can imagine it's all to do with you know healthy eating nutrition and trying to focus on some of the kind of practicalities around actually improving our diet so looking at things like well how can I how can I shop? You know, how can I shop on a budget? How do I read food labels? Um, and kind of looking at making it as um, integrated into our lives as possible, really. And I think that's the biggest thing to kind of stress with with this is that it's, you know, when you hear the word diet, when you hear the word exercise, you know, I know for myself, it sends send shivers down my spine, but it really is just about those small changes that, that can make an impact. So that's eating well. And then we also have um, a section called moving more so again as you can imagine it looks at our physical activity levels and you know what we what things we can do around the house that will just get us a bit more active and again it's not just looking at that exercise where we think of all the gym or I've got to go for a run it's no how can you incorporate that into your everyday lives Um, and then lastly we cover a content what we call taking charge which is our kind of behavior change uh, psychological underpinning really of the whole program and it's it's that really that is you know arguably what everyone says is could be the hardest part you know at the end of the day we all know you know five a day how many steps we should do a day all that kind of thing but it's actually implementing those long-term changes and having almost like a toolbox of things that we can go to if we're feeling stressed if we're you know lacking sleep or whatever it might be that we can delve out delve into that toolbox and think you know what I'll try this that will get me through this this part to ensure that I'm kind of still on track with a healthy lifestyle so they kind of cover a variety of topics then within those those three pillars really. 
Yeah, I love I love that toolbox analogy that you just use. It's one I use all the time, and it's it's exactly that, isn't it? It's just and and again, something else you you, you mentioned there about knowledge, and, and knowledge is not the, the the problem. And again, this is it. And, and I think what uh, I, I like I like that you and this is what I really like about the program is that it's not you know it's not teaching people necessarily to suck eggs, but it's giving us it's giving us awareness of things that and, and consolidation of things that we probably already know, like five a day. Okay, what does that actually mean? Let's go into that. How many portions does that mean? What fruits? What you know? Is it, what portion of fruits and vegetables? We go into the detail there, but it's also the practical application of that. And yes, that taking charge, that behaviour change component, which actually does start way early, early in the program as well. When we start talking about goals, which we obviously we do our goal setting and, and smart goals, and so that's putting the understanding the knowledge into 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 practice because knowledge is not power unless we know how to use it so i think Absolutely. this is this is why and, and you mentioned of course people sometimes they run for the door when they hear the length of the program but yeah. this is i think that's the positive i think if you that's giving us time and giving um you know the, the patients and the service the users of the service giving them time to implement these things there's no pressure it's you've got a lot you know you've got time to put these things in place because of course long-term change can take you know a, a period of time and it's not about um instant gratification it's not about you know a quick get you know lose weight quick scheme and it's not it's not about that it's about sustaining long-term healthy habits that we can sustain for for the rest of our lives and and i think the fact that we get so long with the program is actually one of the plus points of the, of the of the program and i think uh, a lot of people i've spoken to do say that at first yes they were a little bit oh gosh nine months you know but when it, then they get to the end and like oh my god is it already over you know and then, they, yeah. then they're kind of craving that actually uh, going to miss the, the the interaction and the, the ability to ask questions so yeah i think it's um it's great that there is a service like this and of course you know our, our our, our beloved NHS and our our GPs work really hard and, and we get you know we get 50 10 15 minutes appointments with them and there's not you know it's often and it's not no fault of of, from, from, of the medical world it's just this is just the way it is you know there's not much you can get in 15 minutes with, with the GP it's gonna be oh you know eat, eat get eat, eat a healthier diet and do more physical activity whereas it's almost like okay well if that's what you need if that's the prescription and that's how I kind of think of it as a prescription if that's the prescription then that's what the NDPP is it's okay well if you need that to help you get better then okay here you go go to the ndpp and and, and get involved in this program because this can give you the support of course that a doctor can't give you you know day in Absolutely. day out or week weekly on a weekly basis so um that's brilliant and of course a lot of the things are, are lifestyle based there's a, there's a lot of practical applications you said the food labels and just things we can actually do uh, and actually make work in our in our day-to-day -day life so how do, at the moment, um, this, and this is one of the things I wanted to highlight and, and have you on, Lauren, is that uh, generally people need to, used to get a, a blood test from a, a, a GP or a, or a hospital, and then they'd, uh, based on that blood test result, if they fell into what we call the pre-diabetic category, which would be a HbA1c reading of between 42 and 47, then they would could be referred onto this program. Um, so there is another way now that's been that's been open, and that's what we to, to, to talk to you about and, and how people can self-refer is that right yes absolutely so there's been a really new exciting kind of referral pathway shall we call it to the program that has been decided by nhs england so as you so rightly said normally it is very much reliant on a, a blood test from your gp which we know at this moment in time you know the pressures in primary care evidently and obviously elsewhere so it's not to say you know for people who still need to engage with their gp yes absolutely but in terms of kind of your routine blood tests that you would normally get often i think you, you get it done in your birthday month don't you when you're over the age of 40 and um, perhaps those things may have, have taken a bit of a back seat so 
as in a kind of response to that, NHS England have um, rolled out a new pathway, which has a, a couple of names, but um, essentially it's by completing the Diabetes UK Know Your Risk tool. So this is a, a it's been used for, for years, but it's a really short kind of quick survey as such, but that someone can find out today from the comfort of their own home as to whether or not they might be at risk of developing type 2 diabetes. So this short Diabetes UK Know Your Risk tool just asks a few questions in regards to um, you know, weight, ethnicity, family history of, of type 2 diabetes, and essentially calculates a score for you. So if you score 16 or more, which would be classed as, as moderate risk of developing type 2 diabetes, then you can actually go through and you know input your postcode of where you live and it will take you to your area's provider as such. So as I said, we're ICS Health and Wellbeing, we're a provider of the MDPP. So if you were to live in, let's say, Bedfordshire, then you would be forwarded onto our website where you can actually self-refer to the programme without the need to involve your GP, without the need to have a blood test um, and then to take part in exactly the same programme. So the programme is completely free of charge. Um, so it's, it's a really fantastic you know, resource that is making the programme more accessible to, to many people and not just in these times with looking at COVID-19, but people who perhaps aren't particularly engaged with their GP who perhaps wouldn't, you know, they may not be, you know, biochemically pre-diabetic, but they might be struggling with their weight or actually could, you know, want to increase their physical activity. And if they get that score of 16 or more, then they can self-refer to the programme, which is fantastic. Yeah, and I think this is this is why it's such a great program. It's just opened up the avenues to so many more people, and it's remo- and it's removed the hurdle of of having to go through a GP, which of course you know, as you quite rightly said at this time, um, that, that they obviously have uh, so so many so many priorities. So it's great that there's a way that we d- we can override that. So I think you know, it's it's I encourage everyone to go and take that uh, take that um, know your risk tool, and I'll, I'll put the links of where you can find it um, uh, in the sh- in the episode show notes. Um, but it's it's definitely worth taking. And you mentioned a few things there, which uh, we know put people at risk. So obviously, overweight and inactivity is is one, and it's not it, and it's not the only one, but it's a major one. So not everyone that's overweight and inactive obviously has has an increased risk, but that is one of the big risk factors. Um, and then there's a couple of others you mentioned there, which was ethnicity and family history. Yes. So with the when we're looking at our kind of risk factors of developing type 2 diabetes, you will often hear, you know, if you have a, a mom or a dad or, you know, a sister or a brother who have type 2 diabetes and that can put you at, you know, at increased risk. And similarly, we know that there are certain um, ethnic groups that are also at an increased risk of developing type 2 diabetes. Now, as much as they are important to consider, I think that the reason why the NDPP is in place is to kind of help with those those risk factors that we can take control of, those modifiable risk factors. And as you say, when we're looking at things like weight, for example, that is the the biggest modifiable risk factor that we have to control over. So, you know, unfortunately, we can't uh, turn back the clock when it comes to our age and we can't change our genes when it comes to our, you know, ethnicity or or family history. Um, But the things that we can take control of are things like our weight, our physical activity levels, how we respond to stress, you know, how much alcohol we drink, all of these things can have an impact then of our risk of developing type 2 diabetes. So it's really looking at the things that we have the power to control, really. 
Yeah, absolutely. This is resonates a lot of the things that I talk about on this podcast, but yeah, focusing on what we're in control of. And I think this is, this is what I try to, you know, get through to, to, to patients on, on the program is that, that there is a lot of control that we do have. And I think, and it's just switching awareness, right? And I think I don't see it as, you know, it's, it's, it's without awareness, there's no change. So if, you know, if I don't know it's raining right now and I go outside, I'm going to get wet. But if I just get a bit of awareness by looking outside, checking the weather forecast, I can stop myself from getting wet. I can make a change. And, and this is the same within all aspects of our life. So um, once we can become aware of it, then we can start to, we can actually start to, to do something of it. And you mentioned there, you know, um, yeah, our, our diet, our movement levels and, and how we can respond to stress. So of course, we can't always control stresses. Yes, yes, and again, yeah. we do, we can understand that that can be the actual trigger or the cause of it can, the underlying cause can be out of our control. But it's just the way that we respond. And this is, of course, this is a lot of the, this is what we go into in the program. So we do help with all aspects. And I think it's it's been great for, for many patients from the feedback that I've had, especially during this time. Obviously, we've gone into this remote delivery, which has, you know, had its own challenges. And it's, yeah. uh, uh, but but a lot of benefits is, I mean, Lauren you can you know, knows more about that than I do. But yeah, absolutely. But um, I think there's... Um, the fact that we've been able to carry on for me, for one, I am very grateful to be able to continue earning a living. I mean, let's, let's not be, be around a bush. This is what I do for a living. So I'm very, very grateful from that perspective, but also to be able to provide there and be there uh, at a time of obviously increased stress for, for many. So it's been, uh, it's been great that it's been, been able to continue. So the self-referral, yeah. So it's, it's open to everyone, uh, anyone just go on there, uh, pop in your, pop in your information and, and, you know, check what your score is and, and, yeah, it's, it's going to be helpful, um, to, to all and particularly if you are just want to get motivated you want to get going you what you you know maybe you've tried diets and you, you know especially now it's january as we're as we're recording this yeah. it's you know that time of year <laughs> where people are thinking about these things and um this could just be you know something to get you give you that kickstart and get you on on track and give you maybe a few new uh, again the toolkit analogy i love that just that just few new tools that we can use uh, and you know and i always say that think of you know think of your toolkit at home there's never any job in your home where you're going to need every single toolkit or every single yeah. tool in your toolbox right it's there's you don't need all of them at the same time so and this is exactly what we do just providing you and, and you kind of alluded to this earlier that okay it's this is happening now and maybe i can try try this approach and this is this has changed in my life i can try this approach and the more the more we have the more we're ready and prepared and exactly as you said being prepared and having that that level of prevention is always a lot better so um exactly that. yeah I, I absolutely think it's it's it's, it's imperative. So the self referral is it's only it's, there's a there's a time limit on that from from what I understand. I don't know if that's changed. Uh, I don't know if you yes. know anything about that, Lauren. So I kind of see from NHS England is that this additional option as such is is only going to be in place until the end of March of this year. So we've got really two months left um, to really utilise that and make sure that as many patients as possible are, are benefiting from the service. So yes, I, I would wouldn't hang about on it today is the day to find out whether you're at risk and then accessing that free support should you need it yeah so end of march so yeah before end of march and and yeah that's uh will be the cutoff it was just that done for a for a short period of time so definitely you know it's a great time now's the time as you said there's no there's no point waiting but yeah it's open till the end of march to anyone um just just go on there and you never know look just just have a look and especially if you are concerned especially you know you mentioned family risk is a is a, is a risk factor and um you know certain ethnic, ethnic populations are, are are increased risk factors so if if those boxes are being ticked and overweight and activity if you think like, Actually, yeah maybe then just 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 go and do it you never know it could it could really make a difference so um yeah until the end of march 
um, get on there. I'll put all the links uh, into the episode show notes, and yeah, just get referred on, and then we'll, you'll come through. Uh, so what? So what? What would? What can someone experience if maybe we can go into a little bit of that? Sorry, I'm kind of throwing this at you, Lauren. But um, uh, if once let someone say someone goes onto the website, they 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 self refer, they fill out all the information. What would what would they experience? What would the process from there? So after they've submitted their self referral, then there are kind of waves in which we send, let's say, welcome texts of all those new patients where you would actually have the opportunity to book directly on um, to that initial assessment that I spoke about, that first one-to-one call with a health and wellbeing coach. You can, we have, I can't even think about how many we have running every, every <laughs> month, but I, let's just say there's quite a few. So a lot. You can, yes, an awful lot. So you can choose the one that you know suits you and or suits your work or family life, whatever it might be. Um, and then similarly with our groups, we have over 100 groups running every month. They you know, run in the evening, in the weekend, in the day. Um, we also have the opportunity to deliver language specific groups as well. Um, so it really is you know, about choosing the group that is right for the patient and that they're able to do that for, from the outset, really. So they would follow exactly the same process as a, a patient referred from a GP would if they were to, to self-refer. Yeah, so there's there's lots of yeah, so lots of uh, the, the, as soon as you get on board, you you there's a, it's easy to follow process. I think you know Lauren outlined it there nicely. So yeah, you you get on board, and then uh, yeah, the, the, then then you can kind of get understand more and, and figure out how and it fits into your schedule as you said. I think that's the that's the big thing. It's flexible, and I think a lot sometimes there's hesitations. Oh, you know, it's is it going to suit my lifestyle? It's going to suit my hours. So we yeah, absolutely, it's it's run. You know, many across multiple days of the week. It's run. Um, you know, from uh, morning afternoon mid-afternoon and an evening session so or, or something will fit into summer schedule so if that's a concern then and don't let it not be we know we want to obviously ultimately be there to to, to support people and we'll, we'll do our best to uh, to make it happen of course there's also those language specific groups as well um so yeah brilliant um Excellent. So I'll pop all the information onto the show notes and any other information that you need. But end of March self-referral scheme is there. Um, go and check it out. Uh, and thank you, Lauren, for, uh, for, for, help, for, for helping explain that so wonderfully and, and, and for your time. And of course, all the hard work that you do, all the, all the hard work you do in the background that uh, people won't see um, on, on the outside. But absolutely, it's appreciated by people like me who are obviously engaging with you. And uh, yeah, so thank you for everything you do and, and for, for us and, and, and for the SUs as well. It's really, really great. No problem at all, Sanjay. Thank you too as well. You know how uh, how popular you are with the service users, so you need to give yourself some credit as well. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm just fortunate and i've said this before and i'll say it again i just get to do something i'm really passionate about and uh, yeah honestly it just you know i shouldn't say this but it doesn't feel like work <laughs> it, does, yeah. it, just, it does it doesn't and i think i i should be i should be happy and i'm very grateful that i can i can actually say that because i know not not a lot of people can so i'm definitely in a privileged position there so um yeah it's just great for me as well so uh it's a win-win uh brilliant lauren thank you very much i look forward to speaking to you again and uh yeah uh check out the know your risk tool and you never know you might get to uh, you might get to speak to me <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much sanjay hello it's sanjay um i wanted to just jump in here at the end of the podcast and just add that we actually forgot to talk about one of the other referral methods into the program which is for women who have previously had gestational diabetes. So gestational diabetes is a type of diabetes that women may get during pregnancy. And usually after pregnancy, it will go away. Uh, sometimes it can, it can remain depending on uh, you know, the health of the individual. However, 
if women have had gestational diabetes in the past, it does put them at increased risk of type 2 diabetes. And if that is you, then you will automatically qualify uh, for the program. So uh, I think it's worth mentioning that because it does widen the scope for anyone who's uh, wondering about gestational diabetes. So you will find a lot more information um, on the website about that as well. Thank you to this week's guest for their time and insights. It was a real pleasure speaking to them. All the social media and website links for today's guest can be found on the show notes page on our website, which is www.stayhole.co.uk forward slash SWP. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please share it with someone that you think might benefit from it. I would also be very grateful if you could visit Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and leave me a review really help this information reach more and more people thank you and if you're a health fitness or wellness professional and you want to be a guest on the show or you have your own personal health and wellness journey that you want to share then contact me via email it's sunjay at stayhole.co.uk that's s-u-n-j-a-y at stayhole.co.uk you can get me on instagram or twitter it's at stayhole life or on facebook.com forward slash stay whole i would love to hear from you thank you to purple planet for all the music in this episode and as always thank you to you for listening i am forever grateful and remember to stay whole